For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Welcome to the Pokes Cast. I'm Ryan Thorburn, the Wyoming beat writer for the Casper Star Tribune. And uh, we're uh, really getting deep into fall camp right now. And, you know, in a couple of weeks, I'll be getting ready to go to uh, Champaign, Illinois. So I thought it was uh, time to, uh, you know, start talking about the Illini a little bit. So, uh, you know, I'm bringing in uh, Bob Osmussen from the Champaign News Gazette. Bob, uh, thanks so much for spending some time with us. And first, just tell us a little bit about, you know, your background, how long you've covered the Illini for the paper. I've been here since 1989, so 30, 33 years, doing mostly football, but basketball, and literally, literally everything else. I'm, I'm a columnist. I'm a beat writer. I'm a reporter. I cover things outside of sports, but mostly sports. And Illinois football has been my thing, really since 89. So you've uh, you've seen some good times. You've probably oh. been to the Rose Bowl, but it's been pretty lean the last decade or so. Just how is the transition from Lovey Smith, who, you know, I thought was a good hire. He's he had a great success with the Bears. It just, the traction was never quite gained there with him in the program. And and now obviously uh, you have Bielema, you know, the great Wisconsin coach, went to the SEC. That didn't work, but you know, he seems like a great guy to cover with his personality. Just how's that transition going? Well, he is a good person to cover. He has a lot to say. He makes his players and coaches available. Uh, so that part's good. Lovey was also pretty good, good that way. He didn't always have, have a lot to say. Lovey could actually go off topic. He could talk about politics. He could talk about movies. The football stuff was more, he was pretty tight about that stuff. He wouldn't let you know about his team very much. But this guy's a little bit more open that way. I think he's better suited for college football than Lovey was. Lovey was not a good pick here. That was it wasn't anything wrong with him as a coach. Obviously, he's a great coach. He coached in the NFL. He'd been in the Super Bowl. But for college and Lovey, it was not a good match. And I think Brett Bielema in college is a great match. I think this is where he should be. I think if he had to do it over again, I wonder where he'd have left Wisconsin because he was rolling there. They won titles. They were going to bowl games every year. They were good. He took Arkansas as it kind of took a chance there. Didn't work, but he's got his second check, the Big Ten. This is home for him, so I think it's working out well so far. How did season one go? Obviously, it's it's a transition. I don't know if it's a rebuild or not, but it's definitely a reboot um, with his style. You know, five and seven, there were some good moments. Obviously, the wild overtime win at Penn State, but just how did he think year one went as far as installing what he wants to do there? They would like to have gone to a bowl. I think they were really close to getting that sixth win. They had a bunch of close losses. But I think five or seven, most people here would say that was pretty successful, given where they came from, 
Loving did not leave a whole lot of talent on hand. Uh, they had to re- basically redo the whole thing. You said re- it was more than a rebuild. It was a tear down, start over in almost every aspect of the game, recruiting especially. Levy, and I knew this might be a problem, did not fit well with the recruiting here. You have to really be, you just have to be tireless about it. And he was not. He wanted to have his life, which I don't blame him. He didn't want to do all that he had to do to be successful. And he didn't recruit the state very well. That was, that caught him a lot of grief. These guys, they're jumped in the line. They're talking to everybody. So that part is really going well in my mind. The, it's going to take a while to rebuild the, build the talent base, but I think they're on the right track right now. What are the expectations for this year? Obviously, you know, they're not picked very high in the Big Ten. Um, is it just to be more competitive in the Big Ten, or is it, you know, seven, eight wins? How would you kind of project this team? No, I don't think anybody's talking about seven or eight wins. Maybe the team is. They're talking. They always talk about winning the, winning the Big Ten West, which would be a goal. But I think their goal, their bottom line goal, should be get get to a bowl. So that means one more win than last year. They look at their schedule; it's not totally favorable, but they don't play the Buckeyes, so that helps. They don't play Penn State; that helps. They get a pretty good home schedule, so I think it's it's reasonable to think they could win another game from over last year. I think five or six wins would be a good season. This is not a one-year or two-year deal. This is a long process. There's a reason Brett Bielema was given six years at the start. A lot of money, six years. I think they knew here this is going to be – they haven't had a winning season in 10 years. So this is not a, it's not easy work to get done. But I think they, they're positive that it can happen. Yeah, I, I believe it. You mentioned earlier – all the ups and downs over the years here. And they've been consistently winning. They've had moments, Rose Bowl, Big Ten title, different things like that, but never five-year run of bowl games every year. That's never happened. That's not happened here. They've only had back-to-back bowl wins in, in one year in the 33 years I've been here. That's crazy. So they have to win consistently before they can think about winning the Big Ten or when going when you look at these two teams on paper, at least what happened last year, basing it on that, it seems like, you know, Brett Bielema and Craig Bull are, are kind of kindred spirits. They like to run the ball. They love the offensive line, obviously, you know, uh, really both teams struggled passing the ball last year. Um, you know, I know that uh, Barry Lumi is the new offensive coordinator there at Illinois. Do you see, and the same questions are being asked at Wyoming, do you see the pass game kind of balancing things out at all this year, or is it still a work in progress? It has to, basically. You you can run all you want, but you have to be able to throw the ball. But last year, that caught They had a couple couple games. They would have won if they were more effective run for passing the ball. And I think they know that. I think they brought this guy in to help with that. But they want to be balanced. So – the problem with that, with that Illinois right now is A, they've got a new quarterback probably, and B, the receiver core, which I wrote about for today, is not talented, not overly talented, overly experienced beyond the first guy. Isaiah, Isaiah Williams is a great player. Could be, a, I think he's going to be a star in the remaining time in Illinois. He's going to be an A-catch guy, but he, but he can't do it alone. They have to find some help for him. 
Okay, don't do that. You you can talk about running, throwing all you want, but you have to be able to throw the ball consistently. That will be a question for this team. Yeah, uh, Illinois has Tommy DeVito, the Syracuse transfer in. Uh, obviously, Wyoming has a Utah State transfer quarterback in and Andrew Peasley, you know, along those lines of trying to upgrade the passing game. Uh, do you think DeVito will win the job? It sounds like it. Yeah, he, look, he looked really good in the spring. What, what we saw of him this spring, he had a great spring game. I think he threw it for 300-plus yards. He was really on target, only missed a couple of passes. So he, he looks good. He's had, he had some good times in Syracuse and some bad times. I think the last couple of years there was uh, frustrating for him because he wasn't playing. But I think he's got talent. He's got a good, strong arm. He runs a little bit, so he, he can be effective that way. So, yeah, I think he's he's definitely the guy. Art Sikowski, though, is a great backup to have because he's played. He's been successful. He's got he's recovered from – he had two surgeries after last season. So, shoulder, arm, broke his arm against Penn State, suffered a shoulder surgery, injury that's been there for a long time. So, he's totally healed. So, the ball the zip on his ball and now is much different than when he got here. So, he could be a guy – they get in trouble with Tommy – Art Zikowski could jump in and be pretty effective in my mind. What about defensively? Uh, did they kind of keep him in games last year? That's kind of what Wyoming's defense did, you know, along those lines of this being a very similar matchup as far as the two teams. How are they looking defensively this year? Yeah, that was definitely the case last year. Right? They, they struggled early. Then uh, Virginia, they, they went there and just got crushed. Then they came, they came back and made, made a bunch of changes on defense, and it worked. They find a great player sitting kind of on the team. Kirby, Kirby Joseph had a great season of safety, had a bunch of picks. It was just all over the field. Got drafted in third round by Detroit Lions. So they kind of found a playmaker. I think that's kind of what they're looking for now. They've got some guys. There are a couple linemen, like Keith Randolph, who's a former high school basketball star, is one of them. He's a really good player. Uh, Johnny Newton is another good player up front. They're going to be pretty strong there. Linebacker seems pretty set. They really are counting on. There's a guy named Calvin Hart, who's transfer, came in last year, had a great game against Nebraska, but unfortunately tore his knee up in, in that game, so didn't play another down that season. He's totally healthy. B's ready to go. He can be a big-time big, big time guy. And the back end of this defense should be really good. they got some guys that are experienced, talented, Sidney Brown is a big hitter. Uh, his brothers started running back. So they got some nice talent in the secondaries. That part should be good. Yeah, those Brown brothers just showed up on uh, Bruce Feldman's freaks list on the athletic. Oh. Uh, is it safe to say that Illinois has, you know, pretty good power five talent? Maybe not where Bielema wants it to go, but that, you know, Wyoming's going to have a handful, especially with the Brown brothers in terms of some oh. of the talent on the roster. Yeah, I, I, Chase Brown is pretty underrated. He had a thousand yards last year and didn't wasn't the starter of the whole season. I mean, he wasn't. He was not. He's the guy part of the season should have been, but he is really good and he's going only going to get better. They are identical twins, but luckily, I think Chase cut his hair, so that helped because before you could not tell. They were so. I think Sydney might have been a little bigger because he's playing but they're both good sized guys both canadians and they are really talented guys uh they're going to be a big help illinois both sides of the ball this year 
Craig Bull mentioned last week, and I couldn't find any video of it anywhere online that that Bielema might have mispronounced Wyoming or something, and at the Big Ten media days, and I don't know Wyoming. Oh, I, I doubt it. I, he he's a Midwest guy. He would know I, Wyoming. No, yeah. I would really doubt that. I, and that that could be one of those uh, what did you call like a uh, urban legends. So I, I don't think that probably happened. I know. Now I was not there for the whole thing, so it's possible. And it's a long, a lot of talking for the coaches. So maybe he got, maybe he got a little garbled a little bit. I, I don't think that happened though. Yeah. I think what Bull's trying to do is play the underdog role oh, here sure. and get his players fired up, you know, that maybe they're being disrespected. Do you think Illinois, I mean, they do have a really important Big Ten opener six days later at Indiana, which is a winnable Big Ten opener. Um, do you, how do you think they're approaching Wyoming as a tune-up or do they really take them seriously oh, or how do you think oh, that's been? not a tune-up oh no they're no it's the most important game ever okay they cannot lose this game they know that and they are pouring every bit of effort into this game they're not looking ahead to Indiana even though as you pointed out six days later it's a quick turnaround but they don't care they're worried about Wyoming only I don't think there's any question they respect Wyoming because they can look at the film from last year or or history of Craig Bull, see what he's done over the years, see how good that team has been. There's a lot of guys in the NFL from there. So there's not any any illusion that Illinois is going to just clock Wyoming just because they're coming to town. I think they're hopeful, hopeful they can win, but they they don't, nobody here is thinking this is luck. I think they're hoping it, it's a win, but they're not convinced, convinced it's W right now. Yeah, I know uh, Illinois played Nebraska, obviously, in a week zero game last year, and it was Bielema's first game. So I'm sure there was a lot of excitement around that. Uh, I noticed that he sent out a letter kind of encouraging fans to to create an atmosphere, a home atmosphere. What kind of atmosphere do you think there'll be for a week zero opener against Wyoming? Well, it's a great question. And, and the weather is going to be, it looks like perfect. So no, no excuse not to come. The crowds have been down here. They, it's a beautiful stadium. You'll see it. It's it's one of my favorite buildings. I love college football. It's one of my favorite. I, I like where Wyoming plays, actually. But I think it's one of the most pretty stadiums in the country. It's perfect. There's not a bad seat in the whole place. See 60,000. There's literally, you could sit anywhere in there and be happy with what your view is and all that. So it's a great place. It should be full, but it hasn't been full for a long time. I think the last time was the Lovey's first year they played. Like Carolina here, that was it. That was the last time. That's five years. So that's not good. You got to get this place, but you got to win. You can't expect crowds to show up just because you asked them to. You got to put a product in a field that's fun to watch and also that's successful. They haven't done that. I do. I've seen this over 33 years. When Illinois wins, they start beating people. Their fans will show up like in rows. That place will. They if they won first four or five games this year. The next game will be full, but right now they're not there. So I think I'd guess the crowd be in the 40s, maybe maybe even lower than that. We'll see. It's a perfect weekend. There's no there's no excuses not to be there. So it should be should be a good crowd, but I don't think it'll be full. Yeah, Bob, I'll get you out of here on this one. Um, for the Wyoming fans that are coming, you know, out, um, what are some things they should do or places they should eat, that type of thing for those that have not been to Champaign, Illinois, and I'll include myself in that. Oh, that's great. Uh, well, a couple of things. There's a couple a couple of statues on campus right by right by the stadium that we're seeing. 
there's a statue of the Ray Grange who played here. It's beautiful. It was done 15 years ago. It's, it's awesome. People meet there, actually. There's also a newer one near their indoor facility called uh, Dedicated Dick Buckus, who played here, was a great player. So that's cool. Those two things are worth seeing. Uh, we apologize for the smell because there's uh, farms there that are kind of, you might, you know, might know you're in, near a farm area. That's okay. Uh, Papa Dell's is a pizza place on campus. I'm not far from campus, probably five miles per, or five minutes from, from the stadium. It's a great place for pizza place, deep dish, Chicago salad. I go there. There's a bunch of, call me out. There's a bunch of other places I'll recommend, but it's a, it's a great town. I've lived there 33 years. So I obviously love it. I raised my kids there. So it's a great place. I think people like it. Sounds good. Obviously, you know, those names you mentioned, Illinois has great history. And I know Wyoming fans always get excited when they play a power five team and uh, you know, Illinois is favored by double digits, but you never know. So this should be a good matchup. You know, there's a lot of similarities. I sure sure think so. And I'm looking forward to seeing the Cowboys. Uh, So it's been a long time. So I'm looking, I think it'll be a lot of fun. All right. Listen, everybody. um, Thank you, Bob. And if you want to check out Bob's work, you know, uh, you can find the Champagne News Gazette pretty easily online. And and on IQ. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Bob. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done.